Hello, everybody. This is Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff. How are you? Whoa, just hit my microphone. How are you feeling? How are you doing? What are you doing right now? Be honest. Are you in the bathroom? Are you in the kitchen? Are you on your balcony? Are you walking through the city streets? Are you laying in a field of hay? Uh, are you watching the snowfall? Depending on where you are, how are you doing? Uh, are you drained post-Thanksgiving, Americans? Non-Americans, how you feeling? You're just probably feeling fortunate you don't have an offensive holiday that you just celebrated like all of us. Uh, good for you. You're right to feel that way. Ever felt. By the way, if you've ever wondered what that's saying, it's saying ever felt. And this is called ever felt part one. It's royalty free hip hop. Subcategory dark. Ever felt. Uh, thank you for hitting the we want more button on Potomatic. That means you guys want more, and I skipped Thursday, and I feel like an asshole about it, but that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, you know, I'm, again, not doing so well, but I'm doing my best. Uh, but my energy level, I'm going to give you my energy level in, in an emoji form, because I saw a friend of mine on Instagram describe his energy level as an airplane emoji after stating that he was getting on a plane unexpectedly unexpectedly to surprise his love interest across the country. So I liked that. Uh, and I'm going to describe my energy level in terms of an emoji. And I want you guys to do the same. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. That's where I am the most. Um, you know the drill. It's R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. Talk to me in the comments, not the DMs. I don't like when people slide into my DMs all that much, unless we already have an established relationship or friendship. Uh, it's it's uh, uncomfortable for me to open DMs. So just so you know, you can also contact me via the website, robinoneal.com. But anyway, um, and that way, my uh, helper here, David, he goes through the emails so that I don't have to see offensive, weird shit that will throw me off my game. Um, anyway. So my energy level in terms of emojis, I'm going to go with 76% fog emoji. You know, that cool atmospheric foggy emoji. Um, I would like to say like a glimmer, like maybe 1% of sunshine or like the hopeful sunshine, like sunshine emerging above the white fluffy cloud. And then what does that leave me with? Like 23%? the diamond, the jewel diamond. I wish that was more like just a crystal. Is there a crystal emoji? I don't think so. I don't want to go full diamond because that's a little extreme. Not the diamond ring, like, you know, just a nice jewel, like something sparkling, like there's something growing. I would love it to be a dirty diamond. Is there a dirty diamond, like a rough diamond, unpolished emoji? If not, let's get on that emoji, people. Um, let me cough for just a second. Let me hit pause on this. I got allergies. What's new? Um, what else is going on with me? Today is, I'm attempting to have this be my first day back in my studio. To be extremely real with all of you, I'm having trouble being a visual artist right now. I'm just going to say it. Maybe it'll make me feel better to just say it plainly out loud. I've never had that trouble in the past before, even if I was like hospi hospital bound and getting disease diagnoses or whatever the hell is going on, I would always work nonstop. That's also the sign of a very unwell person, I realize. So 
whatever. Um, but at least I got the job done, right? Well, now, because I'm a little more healthy mentally, I can't just work through my pain. I just can't, I just can't do it anymore. I'm drained. So it's very upsetting to me. I'm not going to go on and on. I'm just telling you that's what I'm going through. So I find it hard to sort of like pound down the emotional strain that I'm going through in order to just be present in my studio because I'm not present because I'm actually processing emotions. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping today I'm going to do everything in me to make that change. And let's see how that goes. Talking to you all on on this, on a podcast is very nice, actually. I think that will slip me into some sort of zone that I need to be on. But I can't expect the world out of me, you know? I just can't. When things are, whoa, uh, about a million birds just flew by my window. And sadly, I rarely see birds other than my hummingbirds, but um, they seem to be gone. Are the hummingbirds out of Los Angeles? Los Angeles residents, let me know. Do they go away? I thought they were here all year round. Is that naive? Is that idiotic? I don't know. Uh, Hold on, I need some coffee. Just a reminder, I only drink decaf coffee. I've, I've, only had, I've had only decaf since March of 2017. Um, that's pretty incredible, considering. Uh, what else was I going to tell you guys about me? Um, I'm, I'm sinking into some, you know, musical repetition, which I like, meaning I love putting certain tracks on repeat. Uh, the last few days have been, let's see, The Doors crystal ship. I don't know why this song got so intensely in my head, but it has been nonstop on repeat, both in my head and also, also, uh, actually listening to that both live versions and, uh, the studio version. I've never openly talked about the doors, but, or not since high school when I would admittedly loved them. And I even had a doors t-shirt. I remember, but and I, I kind of stopped listening to them. And now recently I'm going, what the fuck was I doing not listening to The Doors? And you can make fun of me all you want. I don't give a shit. That's a great band. <laughs> and there's some amazing music they put out. Uh, as if that's not obvious too. Also, Philip Glass's uh, track, I Am Going to Make a Cake. Track is a composition, I should call it. The piano composition, I'm Going to Make a Cake. That's from the movie The Hours, which I forgot how unreal that soundtrack is. And it's making me crave watching that movie again. There is a lot about that movie I relate to and love. So I'm going to watch The Hours again because I'm going to make a cake by Philip Glass's Unreal. Uh, Did I say Unreal twice? Sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. What else? I'm watching the show called You on Hulu. (coughs) that's y-o-u and it's terrible that's a terrible show uh if you want to see the least accurate and lamest depiction of a poet slash writer ever on a movie or tv show check out the first two episodes of you and you will laugh your head off i can't even believe they are trying to get away with this one person claiming to be a poet writer it's so bad there are so many things bad about this show, yet I can't, cannot stop watching it. So see what you think about that. I have just brought in a couple of books from a pile. This is what I did. I was like, you know what? I'm just grabbing the two books, two books from this pile. 
And they happen to be books that I read from a lot in the early days of this podcast. This is a Vasco Popa uh, book that I read from constantly in the early days and also the collected stories of Lydia Davis. Now, give me just a... I I I don't know exactly what I'm going to read, but I don't want to just open up to a random page, although I love doing that. I might do that with Popa, but this Lydia Davis book is so big that that might be hard to do. Um, Lydia Davis... uh, well, first of all, you guys know all about Lydia Davis, and this is the book, The Collected Stories of Lydia Davis from Picador. Is it Picador? Picador? Am I saying that right? Um, anyway, I'm going to put a link in the description of this podcast where you can find both of these books. Let me be right, let me be right back. Stay tuned. All right, I found one I want to read. I have no idea if I've read it on here before, and it doesn't matter if I have because let's just do it again. It's called Priority by Lydia Davis. It should be so simple. You do what you can while he is awake, and then once he is asleep, you do what you can only when he is asleep, beginning with the most important thing. But it is not so simple. You ask yourself, what is the most important thing? It should be easy to say which thing has priority and go and do it. But not just one thing has priority, and not just two or three. When several things have priority, which of the several things have priority, having priority is given priority? In the time in which you can do something, the time when he is asleep, you can write a letter that has to be written immediately because many things depend on it. And yet if you write the letter, your plans will not get watered. Your plants will not get watered, and it is a very hot day. Sorry I'm not reading very well, everybody. You have already put them on the balcony hoping the rain will water them, but this summer it almost never rains. You have already taken them in from the balcony, hoping that if they are out on the wind, they will not have to be watered as often, but they will still have to be watered. And yet if you water the plants, you will not write the letter on which so much depends. You will also not tidy the kitchen and living room, and later you will become confused and cross because of the disorder. One counter is covered with shopping lists and pieces of glassware your husband bought at a liquidation sale. It should be simple enough to put the glassware away, but you can't put it away until you wash it. You can't wash it until the sink is clear of dirty dishes, and you can't wash the dishes until you empty the drain board. If you begin by emptying the drain board, you may not get any farther while he is asleep than washing the dishes. I'm getting anxiety just reading this, by the way. You may decide that the plants have priority in the end because they are alive. Then you may decide, since you must find a way of organizing your priorities, that all the living things in the house will have priority, starting with the youngest and smallest human being. That should be clear enough. But then, though you know exactly how to care for the mouse, the cat, and the plants, you are not sure how to give priority to the baby, the older boy, yourself, and your husband. It is certainly true that the larger and older the living thing is, the harder it is to know how to care for it. Mm. That last line is what I love the most. I'll say it again. It is certainly true that the larger and older the living thing is, the harder it is to know how to care for it. If that isn't the most true statement we've ever heard, I don't know what is. Now, I really will open to just a rant. I'm going to like flip. You hear this flipping? That's the sound of a flipping book. I'm just going to flip and flip and flip until I stop on something. Now, in Vasco Popa's Complete Poems uh, from Anvil Books, there are a lot of parts of poems that I might... So if I open a one, I'm just going to read one page, even if it's a part of a poem. That'll be kind of fun, I think, as long as you're not offended by it. Here we go. 
Flip, 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 and stop. Oh, I stopped on something called potato. Potato. Mysterious, murky, face of earth. He speaks with midnight fingers the language of eternal noon. He sprouts with unexpected dawns in his larder of memories. All because, in his heart, the sun sleeps. Well, I'm a fan of potatoes, so I'm a fan of that. But I'm going to do one other, I'm going to do another flip. Flip, 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 and stop. Self-managers. A former partisan of our age interlocks the fingers of both hands and conjures up before us anti-tank defenses on the road. In the war, we were as one in sharing the surplus of death. In peacetime, why not be as one again in producing the surplus of life? By ourselves, without accountants. All right, that's Vasco Popa, one of my favorite poets. Uh, what else do I want to say to you guys before I say goodbye? I want to say thank you for making me. I was number four in literature. Sorry for the noise. A lot of annoying motorcycles driving by today. And I have my windows open because it's beautiful and there's breezes coming in. And I'm not about to shut the windows just to make a recording because I like that noise. I like not that motors. I hate motorcycle noises, by the way. I love a lot of city noise, but that's one thing I don't love. Anyway, you guys made me number four in literature on Potomatic this week, and that was really nice. Um, I also want to thank everybody. And by the way, if you don't like hearing the reviews of this podcast on iTunes, go ahead and skip a, skip ahead about a minute because I'm going to read one of these for you guys because it really made me happy, and I wanted to say thank you for reviewing me on iTunes to Carly. By the way, Carly is one of my favorite names. I'm not just saying that. I always wanted to be a Carly. Uh, Carly and what did my mom just tell me? She almost named me. Oh, I can't remember. I'll think of it anyway. So Carly, thank you for say, saying that you love it's her title of the review is called me loving this podcast. Robin O'Neill is a national treasure. Carly, I'm not, but thank you very, I'm going to take it. I first started listening to this podcast thinking I'd hear an artist reading some interesting things and it would be cool, but wouldn't become a source of deep personal and spiritual growth for me. Little did I know, huh? That is so nice. Thank you. The podcast is absolutely an excellent artist reading some interesting things, but it is also so much more than that. Robin's openness, honesty with life, and her good humor remind me of what it's like to be brave enough to be imperfect and whole, to be human. God, thank you. That's what I want, by the way, is for all of us to be vulnerable, open, and realize we both suck and we're awesome. So thank you, Carly. There's a little more if you guys don't mind because I'm really happy about this and I needed this because I feel like shit about myself right now. Okay. Each week I learn something about an amazing poet, listen to a great poem, and feel alive and connected to a great person. It feels weird and cheesy to feel like Robin is a friend I've never met, but she just cares so deeply about life and others that it's hard not to feel that. Anyway, this podcast is great. Carly, thank you. I needed that uh, so badly, and that's really sweet of you. I don't know if I deserve all that credit, but if you do feel connected to me, that is um, that makes me happy. That's what I'm trying to do. As I stated, I think in the last podcast with my brother, I just want people to feel connected and I want to show them that I am connected and that we're all connected. Uh, so I feel cheesy saying that often, but that is sort of my goal here. Um, and to let people know <clears throat> that 
I love them. I mean, I, I really have this weird thing where I kind of hate humanity and love it at the same time. I don't know. I could go on and on. I feel lame now, but thank you, Carly. You made me feel good. I'm going to close this thing out, everybody. Thank you so much for ordering T-shirts on Cotton Bureau. If you want to be reading stuff, shirt, I'll put a link uh, down below or wherever the hell it is, and you can go find that. Also, if you uh, are following me on Twitter and Instagram, you can see that you can also buy a book of 20 years of my drawings, and, and uh, I'll put a link there, too. Just go on Amazon, type in my name, and you should find it. I wish you all beautiful skies like I'm looking at. I wish you tacos. I wish you secure banisters. I wish you poison-free aspirin and a tragedy-free weekend. Um, I wish you kind looks from strangers. I wish you perfect french fries, crispy on the outside, nice and warm and soft on the inside. I wish you surprise cards in the mail from old friends and aunts and uncles. I wish you to have an understanding that life is always both horrific and magnificent. And you've got to take both and uh, I was about to say the Facts of Life theme song. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both and there you have the Facts of Life. Um, also, I'm going to quote with a Virginia Woolf quote, you cannot find peace by avoiding life. And I know that for a fact because I tried to do that for a long time. I love you all with everything I've got. I really do mean that. Please take care and I'll talk to you soon. Good night or good afternoon, everybody. Bye-bye.